Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we're back. The 1973 podcast, the only podcast still looking for an OnlyFans page, but we're, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> Maybe they can send us someplace special, I don't know. So, here we are again with the best tag team in the podcasting business. Ed, Tom, what's going on? What's and happening? And we're joined by, once again, Chris from Bruins Nation. <laughs> <laughs> representing so before we get rolling big week this week a lot of stuff going on a lot of stuff to talk about uh we're gonna kick it off ed what do you got this week well i have something from my legal department of uh uh bleaker bleaker and quahog i just want to read this so everybody can hear it this is for everybody down in the back the content with this podcast or facebook page is by no means intended to injure anyone or anything, anyone's reputation, assassinate anyone or anything's character. No statement or opinion made during the podcast are being made to cause damage to anyone's reputation. Okay. This podcast and Facebook page are made for the for fun and entertainment purposes only. Okay. We do realize that we are appealing to some, not all. And we do not try uh, with the content uh, to make it anything more than PG or PG-13. We're using the uh, the movie's rating systems there, okay? Kid show. So, it's, it's a kid show. Kid show. So, you know, uh, so if you do find something offensive that you do not agree with, we kindly ask that you turn us off and change the channel for that week and come back and see us again at a later date. The 1973 podcast. Rock on. <laughs> well said. Uh, Ed, um, with that being said, from the legal department, uh, would you like to read this week's email? Sure. Well, this one is not going to be covered by Bleeko, Bleeko, and Quahog. Uh, this is from this is from Charlie from Natchez, Mississippi. Now we like to get, you know, we like to get mail. Uh, this one is is uh, you know, it's pretty good, I guess. Uh, let me say uh, by saying your podcast is absolute dog shit. All right. You douchebags need better production. Typically three guys li- typical of three guys living in <laughs> I can't even finish reading it. In their mom's basement. You guys know know shit about sports and probably never played dip. Have a nice day. Charlie from Natchez, Mississippi. Well, Charlie, let me just tell you. I have two words for you, and it's called suck it. <laughs> and I don't live in my mom's basement because my mom died. So what do you say about that, fuckface? And then, um, actually, I have played, and then also, um, yeah, well, you know, we do, uh, we're li- on a limited budget, you know, that's why, you know, our, uh, our law firm of Bleaker, Bleaker, and Quahog is a little bit, uh, you know, they're not really a very well-known law firm, to say the least. Oh, oh, Gentlemen? Uh, Tom, let's, let's roll it to you. Let's, let's uh, let you take this one. Well, you know, I'm guessing Chris was a little butthurt when we did the, a few weeks ago, when we did the analysis of who we'd rather have, Breeze or uh, Brady. And we, three of us, I believe that all three of us said Brady overall. So I'm guessing he's a little butthurt over that, being he's from Mississippi and uh, close to Louisiana. But uh, yeah, our production's not very good right now. But you know what, Chris? With great viewers like you, our production will grow because the cash flow will come in and we will get off the shoestring budget. And hopefully our production values will meet your your needs. 
So keep watching. Uh, Chris, thoughts on the email? Oh, what a great email to start off the podcast. Really, come on. Uh, Charlie, Charlie. I mean, Charles, probably mom used to call you Chucky when you're a little boy. You know, uh, speaking of mom, I found something in my bag. Uh, I'll have to return this to her. We, uh, we had a, yes, this definitely belongs to her. We had a great production. Speaking of good productions, uh, a little while ago last night, you know, so, um, but anyway, how we finished the email was great. Have a nice day. Literally guys, how can we not have a nice day knowing that there's some poor guy out in Mississippi who probably hasn't gotten laid in over a month. It has to be, um, so brutal to a podcast with all we're trying to do is put some smiles on guys faces people's faces period you guys are great no need for any of that but it is what it is there's all kinds out there but thanks charlie for the good email it brings good laughter and excitement to our podcast so we appreciate it so you know i i don't want to add anything to it because everything's pretty self-explanatory we've been saying it since day one it's it's all about just the fun. It's all about the chuckle. It's about the uh, the one line is the, the stuff that we grew up with, and, and that's how we're going to keep continuing. We're not going to ruffle anybody else's feathers. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, just like on Tom's shirt, we're going Krusty the Clown. And, I disappoint uh, people. Yeah, we, 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 we'll disappoint you. I'm not afraid. Well, you know, this isn't a safe zone. This There could be some trigger warnings. So if, if you're sensitive, I mean, this might not be uh, for you, but we, we appreciate you watching every week. And I know that there's a, I know for a fact that there's a ton of people that watch this podcast that will never admit it. And I know that you watch it. So, you know, we track it. We know who watches what. So just keep, keep watching. We'll keep on turning them out. So um, with that being said, we'll, we'll segue away from the email. We'll talk a little NHL free agency this week. There was uh, a lot of uh, a lot of movement. Some some surprises. Some some kind of uh, you know it, it was kind of a weak year for free agency. But uh, we'll we'll start with uh, because we have two Bruins fans here. We're gonna start with the bees. And uh, Chris, what's your thoughts on uh, what the bees have done so far in the off season? Uh, so you know we we wanted we we had uh, so many holes right. Um, I believe there was six, seven guys that we need, you know, spots we need to fill. We don't know what's going on with Bergeron, Krejci. That's all up in the air. Um, I don't know if they're waiting to see what the team's going to look like. Uh, Bergeron looks to be more likely to sign, uh, but we had a lot of holes to fill. So the Bruins went out, and I, I found that they did, like, pretty good with this as far as veterans. I mean, either you're going to fill – these spots with, um, you know, guys from our AHL, you know, from Providence, which are going to take up close to a million dollars. I believe the entry contract is like seven or 800,000, or you're going to get a veteran guy to fill that same spot that they did. Like I haven't been worn this Jersey in a long time and I'm excited that I can put it back on. Okay. Oh, I knew uh, it was coming. You can sign I a guy it. like Milan Lucic I knew, right, I knew it for a million coming. dollars. I knew it was coming today. <laughs> Yeah, when, right. When so, I asked you to be on this week, I said this freaking guy is gonna bust out some dust collector that he's got in that closet, knock the moss <laughs> off that thing. Oh nailed man, it. you nailed it! You nailed it, definitely. Oh, but yeah, no, but... like seriously, um, just having uh, you know, Lucic with for a million dollars, Van Reams like for a million dollars, you know, um, I think it's gonna do them good after the way we 
got knocked out last year, right? I think we need a big physical presence in front of the net. So I think we acquired a few guys that are going to be good. I'm really excited to see this geeky guy. Um, it's like 50-50 with him, it seems like. Some people are on, some people are not. Uh, I would honestly take anybody from that Seattle Kraken team after last year. I feel like if you can preach to those guys that we can do this, they, you know, they marched forward and they did above and beyond what a lot of team, uh, a lot of people thought they were going to do, you know? So I'm happy with geeky coming over. I think he's the guy that's, you know, going to fall in nicely with us and you give him a little push and he's going to have time with better players with on his line to play. And I think he's going to succeed, you know? So I feel like uh, I'm not going to say nothing bad about the Bruins. I love my Bruins, no matter what. Well, somebody's got to. <laughs> it's, it's it's almost like Charlie from Mississippi. Somebody's got to love him. <laughs> Tom, uh, we're going to kick it to you for some uh, Bruins backlash. What do you got? I Hey, I told you last week, I'm still picking them to make the playoffs next year. They're not going to be the wagon they were this year, but I still think they're going to be good. And from what I'm hearing, they're still talking trades. I don't know if they're going to get anything back, but I, I heard a rumor last night about uh, – they're talk, possibly talking with the Islanders about uh, Jake DeBrusque. So I guess they're trying for, uh, I guess the Islanders want Debrink at, but I guess he's pretty close to going to Detroit. They're just trying to work out a, a, an extension with him. So I guess the Isles, their, their fallback plan is possibly DeBrusque. So I don't know what the Bruins would be looking for in return, but uh, I, they're still, they're still going to tinker with the lineup. I still, I, I'm still going to give him time. I, I I have no no qualms with what he's doing so far. Right, and I don't like Donnie Sweeney, but he's handcuffed this year with how much money he had. So I'm going to give him give him this year, and hopefully, um, at the very least, they're going to have about thirty five million dollars this coming season, next season to uh, spend. I don't know what's out there for free agency then, but now, give- do you, you think with the Bruins that it's more of um, they're trying to. Uh, kind of cut costs or do you think they're trying to make the team better or do you think it's a combination of how they're up against the wall with what they you know gave up to make that playoff push do you think that there's multiple factors involved do you think they're trying to save face for how they got bounced or, or what yeah i think i think they they went all in this past year and i think now they're kind of have to uh pay the piper on it and they're gonna have to take a beating and in the especially in the media which I don't in the fandom really more than anything, but I, from what I'm hearing, Bertuzzi never even gave Bertuzzi signed a one-year deal with Toronto, and Toronto was the only team. His agent said Toronto was the only team that he would accept a one-year deal with. So I mean, he never gave the Bruins a chance to offer him a one-year deal. Now speaking of Toronto, I thought they did fantastic with their signing. So they did fantastic. Ryan Reeves, Bertuzzi, and Max Domi. I mean, that is that is some heavy, heavy, heavy additions to that lineup. And they were able to keep, you know, their current lineup. So I don't know where they're going to move some money around or how they're going to do it when those guys uh, uh, want to get paid. But, man, uh, if they don't have a Penguins-type salary cap, I don't know who, who does. I read uh, – another rumor I read today was that they were trying to deal uh, – Brody and Carl, um, not Carlson, uh, Nylander, so that they can free up cash, and they're going to try to get Carlson because there's a holdup with the deal he had, or not he had, but with the deal San Jose and Pittsburgh had worked out. I guess Carlson wants uh, 
a, a longer extension and they don't want to give it to them. Yeah, it's it's crazy how that uh things just work out so well for some teams and and other teams they just can't catch a break with when it comes to drawing talent to want to play there if you don't pay them tons of money. And I also like that Tom Shrinkin while the podcast is going on. That's fantastic. You have to stay hydrated. Yes, yes. And, it's uh, in the basement. And, <laughs> yeah, you got to put on the dehumidifier while you're down there too. Ed, uh, thoughts? Any thoughts on uh, any of the free agents that were signed so far? Well, I was going to talk about free agents that haven't signed yet. I mean, how about Patrick Kane not being signed yet? Uh, he's still out there, right? Um, yeah. Matthew Duba from from Minnesota Wild. He's still yep. out there right awesome. now, right? Awesome. Um, let's see. Um, Paul Stasny from uh, the the Canes. He's still yep. out there for and then uh, Zach Parisi's still out there for the Islanders. So, I mean, this still, also. Yeah, Tarasenko's out there too. But uh, so, do I mean, you think do you think a lot of it has to do with the the high demand for for uh, you know what they want for a salary versus what you're actually getting from them? I would think so. I think that that's part of it. I mean, I, th- I think that, you know, really what it comes down to, some of these guys are, you know, a little bit closer to the twilight of their career. You know, they're starting to push that eight, ten years of their career. You know, how much do they have left in the tank? You know, I mean, let, you know, I mean, these, we're not talking about, you know, when we're talking about hockey, football, baseball, um, you know, even basketball players. I mean, these guys are incredible athletes and, you know, there's an incredible wear and tear on their body. So, you know, I mean, these GMs, you know, they have to be somewhat fiscally responsible um, you know, so they're not putting their team in a financial burden, you know, two, three years into the contract where it's guaranteed money. So, you know, I, I, I agree with you. I just, you know, what, I mean, how much do these guys have left in the tank? You know, I mean, look at, P, uh, you know, Patrice Bergeron. I mean, he's kind of on the fence, right? Well, I mean, there's no question the guy has tremendous amount of heart. He plays hurt. He's a great leader, you know, um, but I mean, the dude is, the dude's taking some punishment over the years and how much, can, how much more punishment can he take? I guess that's my question. So with uh, talking about players with hot, I think Jonathan Taves is still out there too, right? He hasn't signed with anybody. So uh, yes. does the, do the Leafs have room for uh, six or seven more players? <laughs> I mean, uh, is Taves going to go there? Is, uh, you know, Kane going to go there? Is uh, Tarasenko going to go there? I mean, do they have room in the cup for that all of a sudden? Is that is that a possibility? Chris, what do you, what do you think? I, I mean, listen, the Leafs, their team, I, I wish my fantasy team looked as good as their team, their starting lineup, right? So they keep finding ways to get these guys on, you know what I mean? So, I mean, a lot of people like to play for Toronto. A lot of people from Toronto or, or Canadian, they, they just – it's a good hockey club, right? Um, it's got a lot of history. So, of course, any one of these players could go there. Do they have the room to sign them? They'll make the room. They'll find the room. These teams seem to figure it out some one way or another. Yeah, it seems like uh, the kids that grew up in Canada in that Ontario area that grew up Leafs fans, they want to be the guy that's on the team when they finally win again. It seems like that type of uh, – they're, they're going for nostalgia purposes or or whatever, but they, they do have uh, quite a good team to watch, at least on TV, to see how that pans out, so – um, with that being said, talking about uh, overall, one of the subjects we wanted to talk about was um, the All-Star Game. Now, uh, Major League Baseball has their All-Star Game this weekend, right, Tom? Uh, this coming week, yeah. yeah. And uh, is it time to cut bait with, with the way the All-Star Games are done? 
Should it be tweaked? Should it be refined? Thoughts on the All-Star games in general. And the one I think is the worst is the Pro Bowl. So, I mean, if you guys could interject what you think about the current states of the All-Star games. I think we touched on it one time earlier in one of the podcasts, but we'll bring it up to date because of the baseball. Um, go ahead, Tom. Take it away. Well, I, to me, I think they're all useless. I mean, most of the players don't <laughs> want to go anyway. They'd rather have the three days off, four days off to, to rest and recuperate for the rest of the season. And uh, the ratings, if you look at the ratings for all four of them, They've been terrible. They're, they've all been declining since about 2002. That's as far back as I went was 2002, and the ratings have tanked all four years. And actually, this year's NBA All-Star game was the lowest-ranked game, I believe, that they've they've had. So it's it's just ridiculous. And they've, they've tried tinkering. I mean, they've literally made the NFL game uh, a flag football game. I mean, that's who wants to watch a flag football game? I'm sorry. but And, and the people that are saying it's for the fans, the Look at the ratings. The fans aren't watching, so it's not for the fans. It's just another money ploy by the ownership and uh, the leagues to try to get fans to go to these games. And it's just to me, they've all used their they've all used their usefulness up. I I just think give the players their three days off, four days off, and recuperate. And I think it it'll actually help the product on the fields and the ice and the courts when they come back. Um, thoughts, Ed, Chris. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it from here. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to disagree too too much with Tom with what he said, but you know, I mean, so Major League Baseball, uh, this is from 1967. Okay, they had a 50 percent share of the of the TV ratings that day of the of the All Star All Star game, right? They had a nine percent share in last year uh, in 2022. I mean, that's a huge drop. Um, you know. The uh, NFL, there was only 6.2 uh, million viewers this year. Um, NHL did have a 31% increase this year in viewership. I think that that probably had a lot to do with the skills competition and that type of thing. And to echo Tom's point, uh, you know, 2023 for the NBA, uh, it, was, it was a new record low. You know, so the one stat that really does stick out to me, and, you know, when I was researching a little bit of it, is if you, if you notice, especially if you go back and you can find it really easy, uh, you know, uh, you know, on the interwebs, uh, like pretty much right when compu- everybody started getting computers in their house, which would be like right around 1998, 1999, 2000-ish, all these ratings started to double-digit decline. And, and so that's, I, I think it's the internet has really kind of done it. And, you know, the thing about it is, is that um, I agree with Tom. I mean, the Pro Bowl for the, NF- the NFL is just absolutely horrendous. Um, you know, I do like the skills competition with the NHL. I do like the skills competition. Not a huge basketball fan, but I mean, three point contests and, and slam dunk contests. It, it is kind of exciting. I mean, to see what these guys can truly, truly do. And, uh, you know, that's my that's my take on it. And, you know, baseball is baseball. I mean, it's a long season. There's 162 games that doesn't even include the playoffs. So it's a long season. I really don't think that three or four days rest in between for these guys really means a whole hell of a lot to them, to be quite honest with you. Uh, other than get out of Dodge, go home, and not have to listen to a coach and just, you know, relax. So that's my take. Chris? Yeah, so Ed touched on my point, right? Um, let me bring you back with a little nostalgia. Who didn't like watching the Home Run Derby 10, 15 years ago? Who didn't like watching the target contests for the NHL, the speed skating around the rink, you know, to see who was fastest? 
We all watched that. We loved the home run derby. My goodness, I would literally, if I wasn't, I remember being at a wedding one time and I had my headphones on listening to the home run derby because that's how much of importance it was 10, 15 years ago. Now, who has cable anymore? Everybody's cutting cable, right? We're getting uh, Disney Paramount this, Disney Plus that. Like, nobody has time to sit around the TV and watch this live stuff, right? And then if you record it on DVR, great. You watch it the next day, you've already heard the results, whether it was sports talk radio or, you know, ESPN. It's so much less interesting. You're not going to watch it after, you know, the next day on DVR. Like, you have to watch that stuff live. That's what makes it exciting. And that's why it's just completely dissipated. It's gone. Like like you said, as far as the point of, of you know, viewership just being down, it's like if we're not recording something on DVR or watching something that is being streamed, it's kind of, it's lackluster nowadays. You know what I mean? Now we now we're at the point where at TikTok and you know watching reels. If it doesn't interest you in in three seconds, you're flipping to the next video. So times have changed. Unfortunately, it, it didn't do any good for any of this all star stuff. What, no matter what sport it is, uh, but it, it is the case. This is the times we're in, man. Yeah, um, touching on the all star game, I, I'm all over the map with it. Um, I, I think that there's guys that are actual all-stars every year that that don't deserve actually to be on the all-star team i wouldn't mind seeing just to try it out if they went back to the format of it's the stanley cup champion from the year before versus the nhl all-star team on a game that way you have you have less all-stars and you get to see if that team like vegas would play like 20 of the best nhl all-stars if if you are not represented by a team too bad I don't want to see that, you know, every team has to send somebody because there's only room for 20. So it would be, you know, the, the best of the best versus last year's. It'll be an exhibition game. It won't count. And it can be light or whatever and have fun. And you still have the regular weekend. But that's what I'd like to see. I'd like to see that. And all, all well, well, we'll take the Pro Bowl out of it. But at least the other three. Imagine last year's, you know, NHL champion or, or um, NBA champion versus you know, the league all-stars for that year. That'd be, that'd be a fun watch. I think you would draw some viewers for that. That, that might, might work. Cause they used to do that in the old NHL back, back in the day before they were televised. But I think that could work. I think that could really, really work if, if given the right thought and you keep adding teams. So these all-star teams will be like uh, 50, 60 guys on a team. So the one thing I can't stand is in major league baseball, they have to have one player from every team. That is so stupid. I mean, like this year, you have the Oakland A's. I've got like 22 wins on the on the year. And you're saying they have an all-star. They have no one on the team that deserves to be on the all-star game. And they have to take one guy. And so it's taken a spot from somebody like a young guy like Wanda Franco, who, who made the team because somebody backed out. But he originally didn't make the team. And it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it, if a team like the Flyers have eight guys that were, are worth going and the Bruins don't have any, that, uh, you got to send the Flyer guys. That's just how it works. Are you having a flashback? Like that's going to happen. Again? That's America's team. You, you, it's like stomping on the flag. <laughs> Jeez. Well, I mean, to echo Chris's point about the about the home run derby and that type of thing, I mean, I remember being down on Lansdowne Street and watching Mark McGuire and, and, and those guys launch some serious, serious shots over Lansdowne Street at Fenway, you know? Yeah, well, so, you were doing some serious, serious shots. <laughs> no, no, no. It's actually at work that time. Sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, likely excuse that. 
hey, that, that was just the business I was in, man. <laughs> <laughs> Danger is your business. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my middle name anymore. Yeah, so um, any more thoughts with the All-Star game or All-Star game format going forward, or do you want to move on? I'm done. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing really. I love your idea, though. I, I mean, shit, if, I, if we could see – you know, a Stanley Cup team play, that would be actually pretty interesting. That's a yeah. great new idea. It'd be, it'd you know, be you cool got to stop sending in your letters to the NHL for that, though. Yeah, I've been doing it since I was a kid, and uh, they haven't answered not once. I think Charlie, we've got more response from Charlie than we have from the NHL, but <laughs> we, we are all open for a sponsorship. So if you want to stop throwing some NHL swag our way, I'll, I'll wear whatever, except uh, I'll, I'll give all my Bruins stuff to Chris and Tom. So. <laughs> Ed, Ed needs a couple of jerseys too. I do. <laughs> I wear anything. Yeah. Uh, with that being said, uh, wrestling's starting to heat up for the summer. A lot of lot of uh, stuff. There was no dark side of the ring this week. I think they took a pause. I think the next one is actually on the 11th. It's uh, Adrian Adonis. I'm curious to see that one because I already was a real shit bag. So um, yeah, uh, you know, I was watching uh, a podcast. And they were talking about how SmackDown is the highest rated wrestling show. I, I was blown away by that. Um, it, it's got more viewership than than Raw now. And they want to make it three hours. But I'm not a fan of these wrestling shows being three hours. I don't care what, what you got on the roster. I, I, I'm i not a fan of three-hour wrestling. What, what do you guys think? Ed? I, I'm, not a huge, I'm not a huge fan of it, man. I, I think that you can do a lot in two hours. And uh, I think that you know, just watching. Uh, what 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 was the what was the show last night that was on on Collision. AEW? Collision, uh, like Collision. I mean, you know, I mean, I, I haven't really watched any WWE in quite some time, to be honest with you. But I mean, I, I think that you know, like watching the stuff from Collision last night, and then you know, just I think that you know, I think that there's so much watered down talent. You know, I don't. I, don't, I, I think that if they tightened it up, I think that they could make better storylines. Uh, I think that the stories could be better. Um, that's just my take on it, man. Yeah, what, I, I don't. What's a storyline anymore when you want to know the results before it happens? It's like going to a. It's like paying to see a movie that you already know the ending to. I, I don't get that. I mean, it's just. It just blows my mind. It's like going through a, a book and just reading the last two pages. It it just it, it makes no sense to me. This this modern streaming. Uh, I got to know everything internet mock type stuff. I mean, it, it's nice to know when, when guys get released or guys contracts are coming up and they want to jump ship like, like any other pro sport. It's cool to hear that, but I don't want to know who who's going to win, who's going to lose before it happens. That that's, that's why DraftKings is, uh, is around that you can bet on wrestling. That That's crazy. Thought, what, what, let me get a quick thought on what's your thoughts on, Really, honestly, betting on pro wrestling. You're Chris, stupid. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? DraftKings pro wrestling? I, I, I mean, I'm a loss for words for that. Like, <laughs> how do you how do you bet on something that uh, is predetermined? You know, it, I mean, I guess it's pre-planned now. They're saying football, baseball, hockey, everything's pre-planned nowadays, so... Maybe you may be onto something. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, when you when you watch um, AEW, they they're sponsored by DraftKings, so it, you can actually bet on the matches while you're watching it. So, is there like a is there like an NDA, like a non disclosure thing that 
when they know who's going to win, nobody can't say anything uh, unless, you know, that way it doesn't get out. So guys can't bet on themselves and, and well, the wins and losses. That's crazy. But just, it's an actual thing. Just look at the uh, problems you're having in the NFL right now. They've suspended probably eight guys in the last, like, three weeks for gambling. So they, they, they're trying to clamp down a little bit there. But, I mean, if, if, you're, if you're betting on – wrestling you've got a problem <laughs> especially especially if you're betting on the girls matches <laughs> they're, gonna, really they're gonna go from shaving they're gonna go from shaving points to shaving what stone cold stunners and three counts like come on man <laughs> I, I i you know how like at the super bowl you can bet on the coin toss mm-hmm. at, at, at the big wwe uh pay-per-views and aw pay-per-views you can bet on who comes out first and who comes out second <laughs> For, for introductions. So, I mean, it's all stuff that you don't know at home, but you figure, okay, this guy's the champion. He's coming out second. And then all of a sudden he comes out first. And it's like, you motherfucker, I lost 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was coming out second, you son of a bitch. Yeah, no. I, I was told that they literally do sh- like pitch for pitch in baseball. So these guys at my work are all about it. And they'll do like, Per pitch, you you got to be quick on it. You got to have good service going, and you you if the next pitch you say is a strike is a strike, you win money. If not, you know it's it's crazy. It's wild. You literally wow. bet on anything, and they'll give you a thousand bucks for signing up. <laughs> so we're looking for DraftKings as a sponsor. You, you know you you can bet on yeah. who's gonna be, you can bet on who's gonna be the next guest. You can bet on which which triangle somebody's going to be in. You can who, who the who the Portuguese phantom is. You can bet on who the phantom is. And speaking of that, you got to buy the shirt. Who's on first? You can bet on that too. Who's on first? Yep. <laughs> so, but uh, so we're down. Sign us. We'll take your money. Yeah, we will. We'll we'll, 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 we'll do whatever. Hey, yeah, production will definitely come up if you give us some money, DraftKings. Oh yeah, big time. We'll give you football cards. We'll do whatever. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Tom will make up some football cards. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to wind down, and we're going to do our uh, usual uh, album pick of the week. So Tom, what do you got for picks of the week? My, I'll do the fantasy pick of the week, which I'm not really doing one this week because there's only four games. There's the All Star break, so it's not worth it. But this past but week, you still I need to plug your shirt. Picture. I mean, Tom's shitty picks. I mean, come on, dude. I yeah. know, plug I the know. shirt, bro. Well, my, the picks weren't shitty this week, brother. I, I picked Logan Webb for my pitcher of the week, and he just pitched a complete game just today. And his other start – so between the two starts, he got 38 points. So he nailed, I nailed it on him. My batter of the week, he, he was average. He got 20 points. So I wasn't that bad this week. So t- it's this week it's Tom's mediocre picks. <laughs> so because you got 38 points this week out of fantasy, does that mean this week's pick is 38 special? Yes. No. My <laughs> my record of the week, I'm going old school. Let's see where the 1973 podcast, I'm going a little bit older than 73, but I'm going to go with the Cars and their Greatest Hits album. It was uh, released in 1985 and uh, going to go with a Boston band. I'm, it went platinum six times. It's a 13-song album. My favorite songs on it were uh, uh, Shake It Up, Good Times Roll, You Might Think, and uh, Just What I Needed. Good tunes. Yeah. Uh, you Might Think is on that, right? Yep. And so, the, I mean, the Cars, uh, I think they just just got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. 
Um, what, what can you say? I, I saw them once open, uh, and they were very, very, very awful to watch live. Very, <laughs> there was no stage presence, no show. Uh, it was very uh, synthesizer and all that stuff. But as far as catalog of hits, I mean, any band that's got uh, songs in heavy rotation on a, a rock station like like them or Fleetwood Mac or the list goes on and on of, of bands that just every hour on the hour you can hear a, a car song on a, on a classic rock station. Ed, thoughts on the cars? Yeah, no, I mean, I, they, I, I always enjoyed them. You know, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not the one. I believe that there was that that was in uh, one of um, Adam Sandler's movies. I think that that was in one of the one of the scenes, you know, I mean, I like drive, you know, good times roll, shake it up, you know, since you've been gone, you know, I mean, all those songs, I mean, those are songs that they were certainly in, you know, normal rotation on on every on every radio station that we grew up listening to, you know, except for a certain 107.1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, thoughts on the cars? You uh, even though you're a younger uh, dude, uh, any any. Oh, uh... He wasn't even born yet. <laughs> man, what? man, listen. 1987 was far away from when the cars came out. What I will tell you about the cars, okay? You guys think I don't have this knowledge, but I do as a youngster. I drive a car, and it plays music out of it. So we're good. I got you. We're good with the cars. We love the cars, man. <laughs> from point A to point B, the A to the Z. <laughs> So uh, before before we wind this down, we probably got about three minutes. I would just want to do a quick shout out. Uh, I want to say thanks to uh, Phil Masolino. Uh, he's been helping out with a little bit of the production this week. Um, we're going to have a new uh, intro to the podcast. And I, I, uh, I can't say thank you enough, Phil. I went back and forth with you a couple times this week. So, uh, you know, it duly noted. Very, very thankful. Thank you for that. Um, guys, any, any shout outs before we uh, take off? Yes, yeah, sure. Thank, oh, go ahead, Ed. No, no, go ahead, Tom. You, you first. No, I'm just. I want to actually thank all the haters because, as much as you hate, you're still watching. So you're helping us with the views, and that's what we need right now. So keep on hating as long as you're watching. Just click the like button, and if you want, go to the store and buy a shirt. Buy a shirt. Come on, don't be cheap. Buy a shirt. Come on, Ed. Buy a shirt. Sure. The uh, so. My my, my take on this, well, first and foremost, uh, I'd like to say thank you to Charlie for sending it in from Natchez, Mississippi. Um, you definitely need to uh, get a dictionary because you spelled douchebag it wrong, <laughs> just for an FYI. Um, also, also, another That's thing French. is that, oh yeah, douche. <laughs> um, also, we are not 13 years old. Uh, that's not who runs the page, just for an <laughs> FYI. Uh, we're all close to 50 or 50. Um, but, Tom's like Miming. I said, if you, if you don't like it, change the little channel. <laughs> Chris, uh, thoughts before we go? I, I want to thank you for coming on again, bud. Nah, no problem. I like to do the remote thing. If you don't mind, I'll keep that going. I'm, you never know where I'm going to show up. I might show up at a football stadium, a hockey rink. This is where this is where I like to be. Uh, my quick shout out is going to be to my wife and kid, man. They watch every episode. They love it. I'm here with my little guy right now. We're doing the little hockey thing at the hockey rink. All right. Yeah. Hey. Make sure to like and subscribe. There you, there you go. go. I like <laughs> it. So there that's my go. shout out to my beautiful family that follows and watches. And uh, 
we got to get some shirts. He's getting a shirt real soon. I like the new shirt that you just came out with the uh, with the Triple Threat Sports there. Uh, so uh, we're about to order him a, a, an extra small real soon. He needs yeah. one. They have kids stuff on there too. So Portuguese Phantom. Yeah, Portuguese Phantom. Buy the shirt and we're out. Later, guys. Thanks, Later. Chris. Later, Chris.